In today's podcast episode, I want to talk about the topic of becoming a six-figure entrepreneur. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions, as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. I have traveled the path and I have figured out important factors of how to approach it specifically as a sensitive entrepreneur. And in this episode, I want to share with you what worked for me. I will give you seven steps and what works for my intuitive, sensitive and very often introverted clients. And there will be more episode on the topic like what not to do specifically to reach six figures and beyond. And obviously you can pick any number. Six figures is just one step for those people, for those entrepreneurs after having achieved basically a decent monthly income with their business. So they make two, three, four thousand euros, dollars, pounds, whatever a month. And They want to go further and they haven't reached, for example, a six-figure income per year yet, which would equal the 10K per month, more or less. And this is just a number which stands for a glass ceiling for many people and they really want to get over that and they just don't get there. They are stuck with their little tiny income per month, which is also not really sustainable. So going to six figures and beyond for a business is quite crucial because obviously you have so many different costs than if you were an employee. So it is necessary that you grow your income over a specific point. And this is different depending on the country. In Germany, you usually say, for example, it's 5,000 euros a month. You have to bring in as a business so or so in order to also have money um, when you're older for old age and so on. So there are numbers and there is a reason behind wanting to reach a bigger income. And 10K is just a figure you can obviously use whatever makes your heart sing. Therefore, it's not really important. The number here is not really important what the actual number is. It is more about the big and far away dream for many and then stepping into the energy of it. Now, when I remember my own path, I had just given up my flat in Germany and traveled to Tanzania in Africa. And it was really a personal time of great turmoil, so to say, like dealing again with my past, with my upbringing, with depression. It was basically a crisis and turning point in my life as I had before. And this was a really important one. And business was going, it was moving along. However, it was really not a lot. I was far from six figures. I made constant or consistent 10, two to 3K, sometimes six or 7K a month. And then again, 1K, like it was really, the average was really around 2K, something like that. And six figures a year, meaning over 10,000 euros consistently every month was crazy for me, you know, unimaginable and outside of my comfort zone as well. The question is what changed? 
how did I go from this point of crisis in my life to becoming a six-figure entrepreneur in a, in a matter of four months, basically. So it was not even a year. It took me several months and I reached that point. And this is what I want to share with you today. And I really want to show you the seven steps I went through to achieve my goal and also what my clients go through in order to make the first and then consistent monthly five figures. The first and crucial step for me was that I was fed up. You know, equaling a crisis. I was done and I was ready to do whatever it takes to go to the next level, to change my life, to change my life circumstances. And I surrendered to not knowing anymore and like what it was. I surrendered to whatever came my way and I was really open for guidance, for something new. And just before I had already invested in a like whatever 5k group program and this showed me the importance of consistency. So there was something in there already. However, the strategy didn't align with my sensitive traits and my sensitive or me being a sensitive empathic person at all. So the strategy didn't suit me and this is why it basically didn't work as well. And me being fed up with everything, with not knowing what to do anymore, with being or coming directly from a crisis or being in a crisis, basically, that was the first important step. And this is also how the client or how my clients come to me. Then needs, you know, in order to leave your comfort zone, in order to go out there and change something in your life and in your business, you need to be fed up. Otherwise, you will just stay there or fall back, you know, if it's not really hurting, if there is no reason, if there is like, if there is no win outside of the, the situation you are in, you won't change because change needs energy. It needs this willingness, determination. Otherwise, it won't happen. So if people come to me, want to work with me and they don't have this feeling of I am going to do what it takes. They are not at that point yet. And you have to check for yourself what needs to happen that you are so fed up with the situation that you're doing, that you're going to do whatever it takes, that you're so fed up with wherever you are, that you bring up the energy, you know. This is a build up of energy in your body and in your life, basically, to propel you forward, forward towards where you want to go. The next point was, so number one was I was fed up. I was done with the situation and I was willing to do what it, what it takes. And I had a big goal. I had a big dream. I knew I was meant for more. Even though I was in crisis and my life was falling apart around me, I still knew this was the only thing which would bring me out there. And then the next step was for me investment in a coach or investment in something, in, in guidance, so to say. I knew I needed help and I was willing for help. And I'm really glad that I learned this from early on when I left my, my background, my cult background. That I'm still alive today is due to my friends. So I knew from early on that I can't do it on my own, that people around me are giving me strength, are giving me my power back, so to say. And I was willing to, to take on the support. And many people struggle with that because they have this this idea of I have to do it alone. And no, you don't have to do it alone. You can ask for help. As you can ask for, for the sale, you can ask for help. And this will help you massively, as it did for me. So I invested in a coach and you can invest what, in whatever like draws your attention towards. 
you know, whatever it is for you. For me, I was following my intuition. It was clear, this is the person I want to go with. And this wasn't the case with what I did before, you know. I wasn't fully aligned with that. I still did it nevertheless. It was okay, you know, it was good. I, I came to terms with it and it showed me something very important for my life. However, the investment in my coach then, this gave me the support and the power to move on and have someone believe in me because I couldn't believe in myself anymore. So I had someone who inspired me massively and had this huge belief in myself. And a deep interest in myself as well. And this is where the sensitivity plays a big part, you know. I needed someone where I could feel a really like strong connection towards. I could feel the empathy of the other person. And this is important very specifically for intuitives and sensitives, that they can feel aligned with the person they are working with. So really take some time and follow your intuition. If someone is drawing your intuition and this person, it costs like 100k to work with, but your intu intuition says this is the person to go with, do it. And don't go with the person you don't feel fully aligned just because it's cheaper or whatever. No, follow your intuition on that. And I basically invested with that person almost 50,000 um, euros, not in one go, but over the period of one year, or well, like a little bit less than a year. And I didn't have the money in the beginning. I spent my last 300 euros um, for, for a deposit in the beginning. And this was basically meant for food and stuff. And I know this was the way to go. My intuition told me this is what I need. And I followed it. And yeah, in that moment, I had no idea how this would work out. I just knew it would. And I had that belief of that person. I followed my intuition. It felt right. And this was very important for me as well because it meant breaking the waiting pattern. I was waiting for something happening in my life for ages. I did tiny things here, tiny things there. I was waiting in every area of my life. And investing with that woman meant to break that waiting pattern. Waiting is the energy of the saboteur, of the inner saboteur. And because I was fed up and ready for change, I could overcome that waiting pattern. And it means my pain of staying where I was, was bigger than the fear and pain of change. And you have to ask yourself, are you there? Or what is keeping you where you are in the moment? Why are you not doing the investment? Why are you not getting the support? What fears and beliefs are showing up? They are usually fears of the saboteur. You know, is that person really helping me and blah, blah, blah. Like, of course, those fears will show up. However, if your intuition is telling you this is the way to go, this is my next level, you have to follow it. And my clients are there, you know. Their pain of change is smaller than their pain of staying where they are. So number one and two, being fed up and the investment into something which I knew would help me to propel me forward. This was basically the process of initiation, I would call it deciding to go all in and letting go of the past. I was ready to move on. And number three and four until seven are the steps with the actual work I did. And I will start with the internal work, number three and four. So first of all, it was not strategy. I had done that before for three years without significant results. I had tried it all. Guess, like, believe me, I had done Facebook ads. I had done all kinds of ads. I had done um, offline meetings, like everything. What I did now and what I learned to put my focus on was energy work. 
focusing on my target energy. And there is actually a podcast episode on that. It's called A Powerful Technique to Create Your Dream Reality. I think it's number six or something, very in the beginning. And this meant that I learned and I stepped into connecting with my next level version, with the six-figure entrepreneur. How does she live? How does she talk? How does she walk? Who is she? What kind of a person is she? Very important as, as well, what is her message? What does she really want to bring into the world? And what is her self-worth? How does she value herself? How does she believe and speak about herself aloud and also in her mind? Does she say like, you're, you're an idiot or something like that to herself? No, she does not. How does she speak to herself? How does she show up to others? What energy is she emanating? And with that came also that I increased my prices so that I really felt totally aligned and alive with them. Before that, I was charging for an amazing group program, a tribe of whatever, 50 people in there of amazing entrepreneurs. I was charging five euros per month. And I gave them almost one-to-one -one treatment. So yeah, I didn't charge my worth at all. And I had like learned so much. I had like, I had studied the topic with different teachers over the past 10 years. I was not charging my worth. So this internal work was key. It was different to everything I had done before. All the strategy, all that stuff couldn't work because I was not that person. You can spend millions on Facebook ads if you feel like shit and if you have no worth, you will not make it. You know, I had learned the strategy to enroll many, many people into free calls and I had to convert them on the call. I couldn't do that because I didn't feel aligned with my message, with myself, with nothing. I had 50, 60, 70 calls with people. I didn't sign up a single person to anything I had to offer. Cheap, expensive, nothing. And this was not the way I talked because I followed the protocol. It was because my internal feeling was not there. So this kind of energy work, and I really urge you to listen to that episode I just mentioned, helped me to connect with that version of the person who easily signs up people because of her energy, because of the vibe she's giving off, because I was feeling as that person already I wanted to become. Not waiting again, not waiting for, the, for, for that to happen. No, actively stepping and embodying that person, stepping into that person and embodying that. So I would say this was one of the reasons why it happened so quickly for me. And I remember that my target energy then was ease. You know, I was freaked out with everything, with money, with work, with where I was, with the people around me. I had stress and conflicts with people. I was the opposite of ease with everything. And me focusing on ease gave me a totally different outline on life. What I did, how I behaved, what I focused on. Yeah, and guess what? It took me four months. Number four is again something from coming from the inside and this is working with intuition. This was also something I actually was good at, but I didn't implement it in business before. You know, I, in that moment, then I surrendered and I let go of the goal itself. Yes, I still measured everything and I had an eye on my numbers, but they were not the goal itself anymore, you know? And it didn't freak me out when I didn't hit monthly goal. I just followed the process and my intuition. That meant that every day in the morning I followed a specific 
meditation and throughout my day, I, I really asked myself every day for intuitive nudges and I followed them, however crazy. For example, sometimes it told me to take a time off and not do anything for the day or three days or five days or whatever, instead of hustle, you know, my former self would have worked, worked, worked forever, not achieving anything. And my intuition told me just take some time off, not do anything. And I followed it, however crazy and unsensible it seemed to me. Or it told me to buy something even though I didn't see the value for business, you know. I was attracted to it and it told me like, do it. It will help you in business even though I couldn't see at that point in time why. And I invested in personal experiences, in life itself, in life experiences. And also it told me several times to do interviews and like, stuff with other people, connect with other people, do some free offers with them or whatever without a plan. So it wasn't a plan I followed, you know, there is a difference. You can think of what is bringing me the six figures? What do I have to keep on doing every day? This is bringing me there. No, my intuition basically gave me shortcuts to things I couldn't come up with my logical mind. I couldn't come up with a plan. And this happened with um, some of my, my dearest clients as well. You know, they asked me again, like, I really want to figure out what I have to do every day. I really have to know what it is, the one thing which brings me that every day. And we had to work through that. Of course, you can have a marketing plan. Of course, you can have a strategy. However, how this strategy is infused, that comes from your intuition. As a sensitive entrepreneur, you know, I like you have to check what works for you. And I give you the steps that worked for me and that work for my clients, which have a very, which have very specific character traits because they have a deep knowingness but they choose to not listen to it. They choose to do strategies, other people, which are totally different to them, to follow those strategies. The one and unique strategy you have to do to go to six figures and beyond. No, your intuition can tell you stuff which is totally the opposite of what that one strategy of that one person tells you to do. And this is what I help them to connect to again with their intuition. And that could be something in business, which was different to me. For example, one of my clients works heavily with PR right now. I have never worked with PR. And her intuition told her to go there. My intuition hasn't told me to do that until now. So no, I have been following a different strategy. You know, this is the difference. There is not one right strategy for everyone. There is the strategy your intuition tells you to follow. Even if it is strange, you know, like what the heck? It was really interesting because her intuition told her, to reach out even to an English market, English speaking market. And she wasn't fluent in English. And I told her, yes, go and follow it. And she was like, actually, no, I'm going to do this in one year. And then she still did it. And guess what? She had her first, in a matter of three months or four months, she had her first English speaking companies working with her and paying her whatever 10K or something. So yeah. Your intuition sometimes tells you stuff you can't believe in yet. And you think like this is for in five years or six years. And then it happens so much quicker than you could, could have ever imagined. That was number four, working with intuition, following those intuitive glimpses and yeah, following through, trusting them basically means trusting yourself. And this is what many of us have unlearned to trust ourselves. We trust others and we don't trust ourselves anymore. Then comes number five. So the other ones, five and six, are both external, the external work. Because yes, 
Of course you have to do something. It's not just sitting at home and feeling like a high-vibe woman. This high-vibe woman would love to go out and do things. So you have to actually do that, what this woman is feeling inclined to do. And not just sit at home and pretend you're be doing that. No, 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 you do it. So the external work for me was, and for my clients, very important active outreach. To then my small tribe, I didn't have a big tribe, and I fell in love with selling no matter what. Selling is an act of love if you break it down. And I overcame my fear of selling through doing it, not through journaling my whole day off. I did this as well. I also journaled and did working on my beliefs, of course. However, if you then take the action, guess what? This is like the, the ultimate catalyst to working through your beliefs because you actually do it and you are facing your fears. You're not just writing about them, you are facing them. And I didn't wait for becoming fearless or something. No, I did it nonetheless. I totally went out of my comfort zone and started selling active outreach. Not only waiting for people to come to me, no, but going to people and ask them for the sale. And yes, of course, I got like many, many, many no's. But I also get, got those yeses from those amazing people I needed. Or not I needed, but I wanted. Yes. The more no's you get, the more yes, yeses you will get if you are in your energy. You know, if you are doing the energetic um, practices as well. So active outreach, one of my, fur like the thing furthest out of my comfort zone, which brought me the money. Yeah, of course. And which brought me amazing, amazing clients, which uplifted my life. You know, it was like amazing to work with those people. And this is important also for sensitive entrepreneurs to fall in love with selling because other people, they just go out there and you have to find a way that you really see it as an act of love to those people to really help them. So it has to do with your internal beliefs about yourself and about what you bring to those people and coming from a place of love. It's even more important for intuitive and sensitive people than for others who can just do whatever it takes and they don't care. They don't really feel what's going on in the other person. And yes, you can feel what is going on in the other person and you can help the other person through it. So I will talk more about selling and teach you what worked for me and my clients. However, in a different episode. So active outreach, key, key, key. You have to do it not only because you are connecting with those people and making them an offer, because it is Deeply inside, it is an energetic thing as well. It means showing to the universe or to whatever that you are out there, that you are extending your energy. It means signaling to the world around you, I am here, I'm doing the work, I'm ready for you to come on and work with me. It is basically an energetic process. And it helps you to really face your fears. And then number six is consistent visibility and nurturing of my tribe. And me as a sensitive entrepreneur, I love relationship building. It is very important for me. It is not only sending out a, an email to someone I have no idea who it is and just sell them something. No, I want to connect with people. It is relationship building. And it is my number one sales tool. Human connection and inviting people in whenever they are ready. And this for you as an empathic, sensitive, perhaps even introverted soul Yes, that's the way to go. You're not blasting the internet with your offer. You are connecting with humans. You are connecting with other people who are struggling and offer your hand with your services. 
this is a deeply spiritual and a deeply human amazing thing you can do. So keep doing it because of the sake of other people, because you want to help them, because you want to be of service. And for me, it really meant I was consistent. I didn't do it when I just felt like it, you know, because my inner saboteur was still speaking out and sh like shrieking out loudly and told me like, no, I don't want to do that. That's embarrassing or whatever. No, my love for people and my focus on other people was bigger than my focus on myself of like, no, nah, I don't feel like it. And don't confuse that with taking time off. You will know if it is your procrastination and your saboteur or if it is because you need a day off. You know, there is a difference and deep inside you will know. You will know what is the right thing to do. And becoming consistent meant that I knew my message was so important and I could uplift people so much that it became a need for me to be there for people. And to show them how they could keep on going and offer free stuff for them. I love to create content. And this might be different how it shows up for everyone. So for me, it was content creation. For other people, visibility can be something different. And if we work together, we obviously hone in into that and figure out what your specific way of doing that is. However, the knowing or the feeling of I want to be of consistent service to other people is important. And nurturing your tribe, being there, being visible. And you know, it is like, okay, I show up once and twice, give them amazing content and amazing energy, and then they can't hear from me for the next five weeks. Like, what is that? No, you know, for me, it comes, for me, it is commitment. I'm committed to my message. I'm committed to my vision and I'm committed to the people I serve. And for that, for me, it is clear that I'm visible and that I'm there for them. And that does not mean at all that you have to hustle because there are millions, million ways of doing a little piece of content, of repurposing. There are a million ways of how to do that, that it doesn't freak you out at all or that it doesn't overwhelm you. You have to find your way. However, the inner feeling is I want to be of service and I have, I step into consistent visibility. And then step number seven, the last one is taking time out for myself reducing my work hours massively and the focus on self-love, self-care, doing things for the sake of it, for fun, for joy, and not for an ulterior result or reason like of more money or creating more income for myself. No, just for the joy and for the fun and for living my life. And this is really a big issue. It was a big issue for me. As you remember, I said that my target energy was ease because I didn't have it. I was constantly working. I didn't have a proper joyful life. And this is a big issue for my hardworking clients as well. They work more and more. So they are not bringing in the money. So they think I have to do more. I have to do more instead of understanding that they actually have to be more. And almost all of them have had their biggest months when they were on holidays and or when they almost forced themselves away from, from their drivenness and from their work. When they implemented stuff where they just took care of themselves, where they did what their intuition told them, like taking a vacation or in the middle of a launch, taking three days off and just traveling around, you know, where other people would say, this is crazy, this is stupid. And no, This is working with your energy and knowing that your energy is key. And it's not about all you are doing the whole time. 
in your launch, for example, it is who you are being. And this means inviting the receiving, you know, the, the way of receiving. It's the feminine part. And we work with both in business. I'm not someone who says you just have to receive and just be, uh, just live your feminine side in, in your business. You have to live your unique balance of masculine and feminine energy. And most of the people who come to me, they come with a, with a strong, driven and masculine approach, even though they are not that person. They have a very feminine way of dealing with things as well. And they are not living it in business. So they focus on the doing and on the action part and totally neglecting the being and the surrendering and receiving part. You have to marry them in your very specific balance again and invite them in. And this means taking time out for yourself. And as I just said, focus on self-care and focus on life and for, on receiving amazing things in your life, basically. Yeah, guess what? All of this helped me to have my first 20K months and building a stable six-figure business with ease, with working much less than before, like half the work I did before. And I only managed to create mega results with that. So short conclusion, what were the seven steps? Number one, I was fed up. I was ready for change. Number two, I invested in a coach. I invested in guidance in someone to help me through, especially with the energetic part, helped me embody the, ne the next version of myself and obviously helped me with strategy and everything. Then number three, the energy work, the internal work, the energy work, which was the total game changer for me. Number four, working with your intuition, inviting that deep knowingness in you and trusting it, super important. Number five, external work, that means active outreach. And number six, consistent visibility and nurturing, relationship building, being there with people, people being of service. And then last but not at all least, taking time out for myself and for the joyful things in, in life. And yeah, surrender, enjoy life, basically. Having lots and lots of fun. And you can check for yourself which one of those do you need to put more focus on? Which one is or which ones are those you have to change in your business and in your life? And if you want to go to seven figures, eight figures, basically the same stays in place, the same seven steps. The only things that change slight, slightly is your embodiment practices, because you work with that energy, with a different energy level now, not with a six-figure imprint, but the seven-figure, eight-figure imprint, and your action part. This might be more outsourcing, more team building, different prices, different offers. So this is what change, changes and the rest stays in place, especially for sensitive entrepreneurs. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And please subscribe to my podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you're ready to get turned on and fired up by life again, plus step into the next level of business growth, you know, all that I mentioned, if you are fed up with your current situation and you are ready for change and you're ready to implement those seven steps, then please apply for a discovery call with me and I'll get back to you in the coming days. Thank you for listening and until the next episode. Much love, Lydia.